Welcome to TPG Talk. Hey, what's up, everyone? Uh, uh, I'm just driving home and I thought, hey, why not record a podcast um, and just talk through some stuff? So, hey, why not? Let's just see where it goes. Uh, the drive home, hey, it's pretty rainy. There's a lot of cars on the road. Uh, I'm from Sydney and we've got forecasted so far. We've had about a week of rain and we've got about just over another week of rain. Luckily, or fortunately, where I live, there's no massive flooding or anything like that. But it is a lot of rain, uh, a lot of traffic, a lot of people driving. I don't know what it is about rain that makes people drive like they do. But uh, if you're listening, just stay safe, you know. Um, anyway, so I guess, yeah, I don't know. I guess what, what can we talk about? I think one of the things that I've been wanting to jump on into a podcast about for a little while is um, it's just the buzzword that is functional uh, in the fitness industry, you know, that's a trend that goes around right now. you got all these functional uh, training methods, if you will. You know, people throw the word around. you got functional fitness. You've got functional 45 or F45. You've got, you know, CrossFit was probably the, the one who initiated this idea of functional fitness. And um, I hope the rain and the windscreen wipers aren't too loud. But, uh, yeah, I think it's something that is commonly, it's become a bit of buzz buzzword, has good intentions. I think it came from a good, good root. So I think where it actually initiated was with CrossFit. And if you, if you look way back and you read through the CrossFit methods from right at the start, um, what, what it was about was basically providing uh, a training method that could be used for, say, the military or for firemen or policemen or uh, like service service people basically who had a uh, need to be more, I guess, uh, performance driven in their goals. So out of the area, you know, before CrossFit, everyone kind of was just into bodybuilding. You know, you just had bodybuilding as like the primary thing you'd see in the gym. And then, yeah, there was a kind of this recognition of a need for something that has more performance aspects, I guess, or more, you know, quote unquote functional, uh, you know, goals. And so that's kind of where CrossFit was born. And then from there, this, this term CrossFit has kind of just, uh, sorry, this term functional has kind of just gone wild. And um, yeah, you kind of see it everywhere now. And it's become a bit of a buzzword, a bit of a marketing strategy to, to deem something as functional. Uh, you know, there's other words that kind of tag alongside it. You've got words like mobility that get thrown around. You've got words like activation. You know, glute activation is a big one and things like that. Um, that are other kind of that kind of links to this idea of functionality, and so I guess look from a standpoint, I don't have anything inherently against the word functional. I think it is a good word. Um, where I think people sometimes go wrong is that the application of uh, functional training and what it actually is is a little more broad than what people often pin it down to be, or it's uh, often used in the wrong context or something like that. So. If we just think about the word functional from, oh, this guy's trying to overtake me. No, thank you, sir. If we think about the word functional, um, just from like outside of the fitness context, just from like a, you know, what is it? I guess like to break it down really simply, it's just the idea that something adds to a function. And so if we think about that in our daily lives, it's like, well, it's got to add to a particular function or improve the function of something that I'm doing 
you know, daily or whatever it might be, you know, like to take it outside the context of fitness again, it's like, you know, if, if I'm driving like I am right now, you know, getting my brake pads replaced is going to add function to my brakes. They're going to function better. You know, putting fuel in my car is going to allow it to function. And so by definition, putting fuel in my car is functional, right? It makes something functional or whatever. So I think if we look at it in that context, that's kind of like the base word or the root for the, the word functional. Um, and that is inherently where it came from with, you know, with the idea of functional training. It was like, okay, well, we want to do training that doesn't just, uh, you know, have these, these bodybuilding sort of approaches. There's nothing wrong with that, but you know, the idea being we want to do training, we want to perform some sort of training that is going to add function to our daily life. So again, not saying bodybuilding doesn't do that because there's a lot of things and I guess we'll see, you know, I'll dive into that, but there's a lot of things, um, in bodybuilding that do add to our daily function and can add to daily function. But again, there was stuff, you know, you got like step ups, you got box jumps, you've got just to focus on more, I guess, what people would call quote unquote primal movements, I guess, or you might say, or more movement patterns that are, that are foundational in life. Um, you know, single leg work, things like that. And that's kind of where these functional things begin to take, take, you know, find their place. And they're good. They're good things. They're good movement patterns. Now, where I think it went wrong is that people began to use it as a marketing strategy. And that's, that's fine. Like, that's just what people do, right? Like our, our, you know, that's just business. That's just looking for opportunities to make things profitable or looking for opportunities to market a product. That's totally fine. But where it begins to be misleading is that what happened is people began to take this thing of functional and began to just kind of take it to the, to the nth degree, just began to push it so far away from what is actually functional uh, or August push it so far, you know, push it so far that it became kind of silly, you know? And so now we're at the point where functional is this, this term that gets thrown around and people, you've got people doing crazy stuff. Like, you know, everyone knows that, 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 uh, it's probably not true, but everyone sees that photo of, you know, the guy, or the girl doing a pistol squat on top of a kettlebell. And you just think that's not functional in what context does, me being able to do a pistol squat on a tiny piece of, you know, on oh, with really poor stability on top of a kettlebell add to the daily function of my life. And look, for some people, you might think, yeah, that that cool. Like maybe some very slim um, context that would apply. And look, for the most part, it's probably just something that's fun to do and a good way to challenge your stability and your strength in, in, the, in that context. And that's fine if that, 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 that's an okay reason to do something. Um, but you're not going to get 50 year old Margaret who needs to, you know, just get in shape and, you know, has back pain and hip pain squatting on doing a single leg squat on a kettlebell is not functional for her. And so this is kind of where we see this now, this, this, uh, negative side of the use of the word functional is that people basically are replacing what's actually functional and just using, basically improving, adding complexity and, uh, calling it functional, more functional. So just because something is inherently more complex, it doesn't make it more functional. And so, you know, and I'm not having a dig at any particular methods here, because I think at the bottom, you know, baseline is if it gets you moving and you weren't moving before, if it gets you up out of the house and gets you, you know, stronger, fitter, you know, healthier, that's awesome. That's like, that's great. So I'm not having a dig at any methods, but you know, there's particular things where you see someone in a gym and they might be doing like a snatch overhead. And so they're, you know, a snatch is a very, very, very complex movement. I'm not trained in it. I don't know how to do it. I wouldn't coach anyone in it, you know, and the coaches that I do know that, that train people, 
um, you know, with the snatch or the cleaner jerk and those Olympic lifts or those over those complex overhead lifts or whatever from ground to overhead, they take years to master or, or probably a year at the minimum, you know, of, of practicing the technical side before they begin to add load, right? And even then you see the top level of these Olympic athletes, um, Olympic weightlifting athletes, they spend years refining this, this technique. And even at the top of their game, they're still refining the technical aspects. So I guess that's a, that's a really basic example. Again, not having a dig at anyone. And if you want to go on barbell snatch and you want to go on clean and jerk, that is totally fine. Like that's completely on you. But from a training standard and from what we deem functional, um, it's not necessarily any more functional just because it's more complex. You know, again, let's take the example, uh, the example of your general population client who probably walks into a, a gym, uh, you know, that's, that kind of is classing themselves as, as a functional gym. Um, you know, they're probably looking, let's just generalize. They're probably, again, we're not, you know, we're not looking at specifics here. There's probably cases where you think, you know, this client has the mobility overhead. They've got the strength. It's fun for them. So cool. Why not? Hey, it's not going to put them in any, any more danger, maybe. So let's just do it. It's going to be fun for them. But general population walking into a gym, wants to get fitter, wants to lose, recognize they've got some mobility issues, recognize they're lacking some strength, putting them into a position. They're probably not going to have those pre-requirements to, to do those things. And so, oh man, people when they slam on their brakes, that's so dangerous. Uh, it's okay. More time to talk. Wow. And so that's not good. I think someone's just had a crash up ahead. And so basically, um, putting, putting people in those, I'm just going to try and indicate out here, bear with me, everyone. We're just going to try and indicate out of the way. Wow. Look at that. You got live, live stuff happening here. This is pretty dangerous if you ask me, but Hey, just going to see what happens. All right. We're back on it. We're good. Everyone's okay. Okay. So where was I? Um, yeah, so basically you get your general population guy walking into a gym, yada, yada, putting them straight into a position like a, like a snatch or a clean and jerk, or, you know, what, even something like a box jump when they have like, they're not ready for those movements. They don't have the prerequisite strength. They probably don't have the coordination. They probably don't have the flexibility or mobility, you know, to stabilize themselves in those positions. It's not going to be functional for them. And so this idea of functionality, you know, equals complexity is where a lot of people go wrong. And so you get, you know, people doing box jumps again, nothing against them, but it's like, is it actually a requirement? You know, a box jump, you know, for the most part, jumping off the floor into a box, the, 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 the primary thing you're training is not going to be leg strength. It's going to be explosive power. Right. And, and, and to be honest, most people don't need that unless you're looking for some level of athletic development, you don't need to be jumping off the floor, particularly if you're 40 plus years old and your goals are just to get a little bit healthy and a little bit stronger, a little bit fitter. Again, if you want to do them, that's fine, but it's not necessarily any more functional than just doing some regular box squats or some, you know, regular squats or some single leg work or some split squats or lunges those things are probably for the most part going to be more beneficial. And the really important thing is that the, the risk to the client is so much lower with those lower hanging fruit exercises. All right. So when it comes to functionality, like what my, my belief is that's what fun, when we're talking general population, so we're not talking athletic performance, we're talking general population, looking to get stronger, looking to improve their health, you know, looking to just move a little bit better every day. What's actually going to help most people is to just be, you know, have more muscle mass, 
be stronger in really simple patterns like a, a hinge, a squat, you know, a split squat, a, you know, with their bracing, with some sort of core work, is going to just be adding those things, uh, you know, into a program and doing them in a way that's like minimal risk, maximum reward. Okay, so things like yeah, split squats for your legs, doing stuff like RDLs or you know, glute bridges or different variations of hinging patterns, you know, and obviously there's progressions that you can build upon over time, you know, but, but starting someone with those really basic patterns to make sure they have the prerequisites to actually do it long-term because otherwise you're just adding complexity and, and chances are you're just going to jack them up even more or they're not going to do it right. And so they're not really getting any benefit out of it. Right. So I guess to kind of summarize that, it's that the, the, the issue that I have and that, that I see in the fitness market is, is uh, with the word functionality or functional, functional, you know, functional training is that a lot of people just equate functional to being more complex when, when really functional for most people is just being stronger, having better mobility, improving their flexibility, improving their understanding of their body in space. So, so actually taking the time to slow movement patterns down. That's the other thing, right? Is that if you're getting someone to do such explosive movements, there's very little time for them to actually understand what's going on with their body in space. There's very little time for them to understand how their hips are moving, what's happening with their ribs, what's happening with their shoulders, what are they doing with their arms and their feet? Like those things aren't gonna factor in for someone who doesn't have the experience or the prerequisite training to allow them to do those things well, you know, to, to establish those movement patterns. So that's another thing, picking simple patterns where people can slow themselves down and learn how their body is moving in space, that's really the lowest hanging fruit and that's what people should be doing, at least to begin with, you know? Maybe after a year or two or whatever, if they move really, if they progress really well, sure, progress them to more complex things, but functional does not equal more complex. And in most cases, functional actually means slowing things down giving it time, you know, giving the client time to learn how their body moves, giving the client time to spend time under tension and actually develop strength through a full range, you know, giving them flexibility, mobility drills that are going to actually help lengthen and open up tissue, you know, and condition the joints as well. And, uh, and also prepare the nervous system for things like that, right? All of those are kind of entry level things that people should be able to do before we introduce more complex things. So, you know, for a lot of our clients, regardless of their goals, if they come to us and they say they want to deadlift or they want to bench or they want to, you know, squat uh, uh, like a decent amount of weight, like we might, depending on their level of skill and their training history and those other factors, we might put them straight into some back squats or, you know, some deadlifts. But for most people, depending on the training level, but for most people, we're going to start them off with really simple hinging patterns like an RDL or a glute bridge. We're going to start them with some sort of, you know, split squat or lunge or, you know, single, like a Bulgarian split squat or something like that so that they can learn proper hip mechanics. They can learn and feel what's going on in their rib cage and in their lower back, you know, if they're super compressed or whatever. You know, we're going to start them with some, some really easy pressing work because most people, if they haven't got much training, probably have pretty crappy overhead positions. Their, their shoulders are probably pretty jacked up and they don't know how to move them well. So there's all these things that people often come in with. And, it, and, it, and it's basically, in my opinion, it's just not helpful to throw them into a high intensity environment where they have very little time to think about what their body is doing. Even things like, um, you know, burpees can be useful to get the heart rate up. But at the end of the day, uh, 
you know, for fat loss, it's going to come down to calories anyway. So just getting someone sweating and working hard doesn't necessarily equate to a better workout. Just because they're sweating more doesn't mean, or their heart rate's higher, doesn't necessarily mean it's any better for them or any more functional for them because they might be, you know, injuring themselves. They might not actually be getting anything out of it. And so that's kind of like a really quick overview. Like there's obviously more examples and like, let's just, you know, let's just be honest. There's nuances like in anything. So, you know, in 16 minutes, it's pretty hard for me to cover the nuances of every single exercise and every single client that you might have, but, you know, in every single context. But the, the point is, um, the, the, you know, a lot of people use this word functional because it's marketable, because people read it and they think it's better for me. But, you know, that's not, that's, that doesn't really take into account that like, like most people don't know what's actually functional for them because they have no idea what's wrong with their body to begin with. They have no idea what they need to work on. And so just throwing someone into a workout full of, you know, snatches or cleans or kettlebell swings overhead or Turkish get-ups or whatever, like it's fine. And it might be the right thing for the client in, in the right scenario, but just labeling it as functional because it's going to sell more is not, in my opinion, is not necessarily ethical because functionality uh, or, or functional training is such a broad concept because everyone's going to respond differently to, to a stimulus and everyone needs a different stimulus depending on the outcome they need or they want and they're searching for. And ever, what, what's functional for one might not be functional for another. So that's my that's my my rant on the drive home. You know, we had some we had some fun stuff. We had some rain. We had some traffic. It was kind of hectic, and uh, yeah. So listen, that's kind of me. That's kind of what I wanted to share with you guys. Um, you know, if you got any questions or you got any comments, if you disagree with me, you know, I'd love to kind of hear what other thoughts, like other people's thoughts are. And you know, again, just to clarify, like disclaimer, I'm not, you know. Um, having a go at any particular method and you know the baseline thing is that if you're if you're moving if you're lifting if you're doing something that's good keep doing that but just you know ask the question of uh you know what's actually going to help me progress you know more um you know a good trainer will, will be able to make that, dis that that distinction and 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 be willing to change things based off the client in front of them there's no you know there's many ways to get to the same place so one thing it might be good for the other person doesn't mean it's more functional. It's just better for them, right? So, and for the most part, functional for general population is going to be getting stronger, reducing injury risk, getting more flexible, getting more mobile, and also just enjoying training. You know, having fun is another thing that, that we don't want to overlook. So there you go, guys. Under 20 minutes, the drive home. I'm going to go pick up my son now. Have a great rest of your week, depending on when you listen to this. Uh, and yeah, we'll be up with more. If you guys like this one, you know, um, let us know if you enjoy this kind of, you know, chat around these topics because there's other stuff that we would love to talk about in this arena. And um, yeah, if you're not following our stuff yet, go and, you know, follow our Instagram at the people's gym underscore. Uh, we post content there. You can post, you can follow me at Sam. What's my Instagram at underscore Sam Dennis. And then uh, I think Joel is at mind of a savage on Instagram. We post content there around strength flexibility. You can check us out on YouTube, the people's gym. Um, and yeah, if you're looking for some training, we're running online programs. We've just launched a new program called Simply Strong, which is based around getting simple movements around barbells, dumbbells, kettlebells, and just getting hella strong with really simple movements and simple progressions, not 15 different exercises, just getting in the gym, getting it done, getting in the work and getting stronger. So uh, we're also running 50% off uh, for this week. 
So if you're listening to this, you know, within a couple of days of it coming out, we're running 50% off of our online coaching with the People's Coach. Uh, so you can get on that. You can find all that info uh, either on our Instagram or you can find more info on our website, www.thepeoplesgym.net.au. And uh, yeah, we'd love to chat. So reach out to us, hit us up somewhere, guys. We'd love to chat more. Otherwise, have a great week.